Okay, I know you've been waiting the whole for two weeks to hear imponderables. It's been hard to sleep at night. So, Baruch Hashem, tonight you'll be able to get a good night's sleep with some good imponderables. Parak Yud, Pasuk Dalet. So, Nadav and Avihu, they expired because they brought an Eish Zara. And now you have these, uh, you have two bodies laying in the Mishkan. So, Moshe Rabbeinu calls the following individuals to carry away the bodies. The uncle of Aaron was Uziel, because Amram had a brother, Uziel. And their children were Mishael and El Tzafan, and they were, and they were uh, called upon to remove the bodies. So here's my question. Why them? The, these, what, they, they, they had a body removal business? Moshe Abenu Googled, you know, um, who could remove bodies? Eh, let's call Mishal and El Tzafan. Now, obviously, he wasn't going to call Kaihanim, right? And maybe he wanted to keep it in the family. But, you know, Amram, there were four brothers in the family. Who was the oldest brother? Amram was the oldest, I believe. Followed by Yitzhar. So, why didn't we call the Bnei Yitzhar? Now, it's interesting. Who are the Bnei Yitzhar? The Bnei Yitzhar are Kairach. So, okay, I can understand. Maybe you don't want to call Kairach. Maybe already then there was some... Uh, Moshe Rabbeinu had some kind of intuition not to call Kairach. But it's interesting. We have Bnei Kos, Amram, Yitzhar, Chevroin, Uziel. So, okay, you don't want to call Bnei Yitzhar, Kairach, fine. But why did, why why did they call um, Bnei Uziel? You know, it's interesting. I would have called the Bnei Yitzhar. They're the oldest. So you say, you know, well, Kairach was the oldest. He didn't want to call Kairach. Once he didn't want to call Kairach, he didn't call Nefeg and Zichri. So, you know, you want to, so, so why didn't he call Bnei Chevroin? You want to hear something interesting I thought of? If you look in Parshas Va'era, the Torah gives you the descendants of Yitzhar, Kairach, Nefeg, and Zechri. And the Torah doesn't give you the descendants of Hebron. Did Hebron have descendants? It's interesting. No descendants are giving on Hebron. Well, maybe that's part of the answer here. Doesn't want to call the descendants of Yitzhar, that's Kairach. Once you, and it would, be, it would be embarrassing maybe to Kairach to call his younger brother. Hebron, we don't know about their descendants. And Uziel was the next in line. But I think it's uh, worthy of our attention. Why is Moshe Rabbeinu calling Mishael and El Tzafan? Okay. Next. We have this double trap here. Kervu. What exactly is the meaning of this double trap? By the way, the Masoretic note indicates first you do the Gershayim and then the Tchishogadayla. I don't remember offhand. If I'm not mistaken, of Chaim Knievsky in the time of the Kra explains the significance of it. We may even have given a shir on it once. But Pashib uh, Shat, what is the reason for these two trap? Then one more Indian to think about at the end of the parasha, Perkyadala, Pasuk Mem Gimel. Sembam. Rashi says, if you're going to contaminate yourself with creepy crawling things in this world, Afani Baolam Haba. 
Now, what exactly is the difference between Olam Haba and Yeshiva Shamala? Are those two different places? Are those two different times? Is is Olam Haba different than the Yeshiva Shamala? Then the next pasuk, Rashi says, "I, I will sanctify you." The pasuk says, "Ki ani Hashem lekem v'skadishtem v'yisam kedoshim." Because I will sanctify you lemala uba oilam haba. Now, what's lemala? Is lemala not oilam haba? Is that yeshiva shomala? Is the lemala referring to the yeshiva shomala? So, presumably, lemala is just an abbreviated way of saying yeshiva shomala. Even though I would have said that if Lamala does not refer to Yeshiva Shamala, then we know that a person's neshama is, the, the smallest part of the neshama, the lowest part of the neshama, is currently in one's body. But even right now, the majority of one's neshama is upstairs, Tachas Kisiyakavayt. I wouldn't say it's in Olam Haba, but it's Lamala. So when a person contaminates themselves with uh, non-kosher food, then God says, He's going to either uh, be metame the person's entity lamala, but that's not necessarily yeshiva shamala. So, are there three places? Is there yeshiva shamala, oilam haba, and lamala, or is lamala an abridged way of saying oilam haba, um, yeshiva shamala? If it's an abridged way of saying yeshiva shamala, then why is it out of order? Why does Rashi first say ba oilam haba uvi yeshiva shamala? And here Rashi says, "Akadish eschem lamala uva oilam haba." You know why does why does Rashi flip it around? Okay, those are just some questions on the parsha. Uh, we last year we started learning Perkei with Rabbeinu Yano. We're going to um, continue where we left off. You're, uh, everybody's invited to join us. We're up to Perak Aleph Mishnah Yudalad.